Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Good morning, guys. Welcome back to Not Your Typical with Not Your Typical fitness lover, Caitlin Nolan. Today we have a Q&A episode. I'm a personal trainer if you guys are new here. I'm 23 and I have a huge passion for wellness and fitness, but I also love practicing balance and just kind of sharing my experience through things that I've learned in my 20s and trying to share as much as I can on the internet without being too pushy because I feel like there is a lack on the internet of just being like, we can chill. We don't need to fix everything in our life. We don't need to be perfect 24-7 and I feel like I definitely embody that in my true life. So I try to kind of come across that way on social media as best as I can because I think it's an important message to push. And today I just kind of want to share my thoughts on certain things. And I got a lot of really good ones and a lot of good specific questions. So I thought I would just answer them to the best of my capability and just share exactly what I would do in certain situations or my opinions on certain trends or tips for anxiety. We even talk about how I stopped drinking alcohol and how I balance my personal life, all these things. So it's going to be a really fun episode. I wanted to talk before the episode about my newest obsession, my not your typical obsession of the week, which is actually our new office. And we have an office in our house. I think eventually one day I might get an office out of the house. I've been kind of thinking about that because I do think it's fun to be able to leave. And that's kind of why I love working out at a gym and just like getting in the car and getting a coffee, listening to music. But as of right now, we just have this house right now that has two extra bedrooms. So we have one room that is actually my boyfriend Hunter's office. And then we have another room that I just transformed into the new podcast studio, which is so exciting because I right now just kind of record in my bedroom, which is fine. And I'm a firm believer that everything doesn't have to just be like so 100% over the top perfect, especially right away. And I've had this podcast for almost a year and not a year and a half yet, but a little bit over a year. And I've always kind of thought about having this space where I always sit there. I've always record there, maybe eventually doing video podcasts. And it's just been kind of this little dream of mine. And I know that it's obviously possible, but I wanted to wait to invest in nice chairs or a vibe that I really like. And this week we started ordering a few things for it. So it's been fun kind of putting that together. I showed some behind the scenes on my YouTube videos. So you guys might've seen it but I got these two really comfy chairs. I got a good deal on them. So I placed that order. And then this is the best thing ever. I always find good stuff on OfferUp. Like so much of our house is from OfferUp and I always get like Crate and Barrel, William Sonoma and random amazing finds that are also brand new. Like everything I found on OfferUp has been brand 
brand new and for like an extremely good price and i'm like are you sure like every time i go and pick up something i'm like are you positive that you want to give this to me because you could literally go return it or sell it for so much more and i just gotten really lucky so this week i was like let me look an offer up for a cute like marble table i can put my microphones on or my laptop and coffee while i record and i found the legit exactly what i was looking for I actually had this plan on my laptop before I even looked on OfferUp and found this. Like it was exactly what I was looking for and I found it for $75. I honestly think that this is like an $1,000 end table that I'm using as my kind of stand in between my two chairs. Anyway, I was so over the moon excited about it and I was just like, why me? Why do I have this luck? But it's been so nice just having a space to create and that's just kind of my not your typical obsession is having my own spot, my own creative space. And I think it'll be really good for the podcast and just my mental health too, having a little area to set because I have mentioned this before because I heard this in a podcast. You want to try and separate your workspace from maybe where you sleep or where you eat dinner or where you chill and relax and read a book. Because when you get to that space, you kind of get put into that mindset. So even for me, like working out in the past, I haven't loved working out at my house because I chill at my house and I it's hard for me to get put in that fitness mindset in my home. So that's kind of been my experience with having different areas of the house. But when it comes to work, especially a job that I have, it's so up in the air and all over the place that I do definitely end up working in bed sometimes or I'll work on the couch and I'm just kind of trying to separate which is why eventually one day I'd love to have a studio especially somewhere I can like film workouts and stuff but obviously that's so down the line um but as you can see like even just creating this little space in my house with two chairs and a marble table it's already made me so inspired to create more in the future and like I it has just given me a lot of ideas so that was my obsession this week I posted it on my Instagram story if you guys want to go look at it but um my second obsession has been cold plunges lately i talked about this in my last episode but i thought i would do a little follow-up because i had only done it once last episode and now i've done it twice (laughs) not that many times but i seriously don't remember the last time i got my hair wet i think last year even when i would get in the water like i would just put my hair up and Obviously, like when I go in a pool, I'll jump in. I'm not saying that I never get my hair wet, but that's just always kind of been one of my personality traits is playing it safe. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to wash it. I don't want to restyle it. And I had a glimpse of doubt when I first walked in the water this week. I was like, mm, I don't really want to like jump all the way in and dunk all the way in. It's legit freezing. And then Cindy was like, no, come on, just breathe inhale exhale and then go and i was like okay and i just like jumped in the video is honestly really embarrassing like i looked so nervous for no reason but it ended up being so easy and the second i jumped in the water and actually fully got in it wasn't even that cold so the reason i wanted to kind of share an update on this adventure that i've been doing is because i think it's easy to create in our heads this idea that something's so scary and then when we do it we look back and we're like honestly it's embarrassing how scared I was or well not embarrassing because I would never say it was like embarrassing if someone else felt that way but towards myself I'm like really like it's not that big of a deal you jumped in the ocean on Wednesday like chill but 
you know, like things are actually a big deal in your personal life when they're happening to you. So yeah, we're still loving the cold plunges. And I talked about cold plunges like four months ago, how I really wanted to try it. And now I can successfully say that I've done it a couple times and I'm definitely going to do it more. And they just make me feel good. So I also wanted to mention that cold plunges are good for you too. Like I just do it for fun, but I thought I would look up some of the benefits so that I could just share it with you guys. It is good for decreasing inflammation. It gives you a rush of endorphins. It spikes dopamine. It improves your sleep and mood and it can reduce stress and aches and pains. So great for me. Obviously, I work out a lot, so it's nice to have that recovery. I definitely don't think that jumping in the ocean is the same as taking an ice bath, but small steps and I'm proud of myself. So that was the not so typical obsessions. I have one dislike of the week and the only thing I could really think of from this week is that I personally kind of pull back and don't open up in certain aspects, I guess, on the internet because I think I am a little bit scared of just opinions because if you've been listening to my podcast for a while, one, you know that I'm kind of sensitive. I don't have thick skin. I was just talking to my friend the other day about how we both do social media and I was like, I honestly don't know if my skin is thick enough for social media. Like I hear stories from other people about either hate comments or random things. And I'm like, wow, I don't think that I'm strong enough to be able to handle that. Like, that's insane. A lot of these things that influencers honestly have to go through mentally. And just after hearing stories like that, it does make me start to kind of want to pull back because right now I have such a sweet part of the internet that I feel like truly cares about me. And it's just a smaller side of the internet. And I think anyone online can say that when you become a bigger person on the internet, you just are opening yourself up to more opinions. And that's just not really what I want to do because I do work so hard on being nice to myself, not overthinking things, not critiquing myself. And it just sucks when you work so hard on that aspect and you also try to do that for other people. And then somebody comments on something that you didn't even notice about yourself or brings to light something that maybe you've already noticed and you're trying to work through, it just makes it harder. So I kind of find myself pulling back a little bit when I start to overthink that or fear the future. But I think the best thing I can tell myself is there's a reason why I started. And with social media, you can think of that kind of as a journey. You know, you start without even having this as a career and it starts as a passion and then it turns to a career and then you now have a community and you show up for them every single week so it's similar to other aspects like school or a fitness journey you know you have these commitments that you start to build and it becomes a journey so with anything there's always going to be little bumps in the road there's always going to be things that scare you and i just kind of have to push through that fear because I know why I started and I know that the impact I can make on other people is so much bigger than maybe one day getting a hate comment or maybe one day feeling insecure insecure about this or this. So that's kind of where I'm at with social media and I just thought I would open up about that because I know a lot of people struggle with it to be honest behind the scenes online because it's just a scary place because people are mean behind a screen. That's your daily reminder to please be nice to everybody. You never know what anybody's going through. You never know how sensitive somebody could be about something. And we just want to care about people's feelings. But 
my word for next week is going to be encourage. I want to encourage myself and not hold myself back like I was just saying and let that fear kind of get in the way of putting an effort because I know that I have so much effort I can give and I have so much ability to create exactly what I want to create, whether that be online, whether that be as a personal trainer and learning more and developing certain things like maybe a guide for one day or even workouts for you guys. So don't want to get in my own way. I want to encourage myself. I want to encourage you guys. And that is my challenge for the week to encourage yourself in whatever endeavor you want to do this week. But let's jump into that episode. I screenshotted a bunch of questions. I have them written out. I thought I would start with this first question, which is how should I balance a personal life, relationships, working on myself and everything in between? On top of it, I also work a 40 hour week. So listening to this, the advice that I would give myself if I was in this exact situation is to create a routine that is almost a time block. If you look at your life and you think, I really want to work on my relationships. I really want to work on my health. I really want to work on this and this and this. It can get so overwhelming looking at it all as a whole. But when we section it off into the little things, like for example, on your social life, what is it that you want to work on? Do you want to work on showing up for your friends more and actually committing to plans? Do you want to work on saying no to plans more because you feel like you're saying yes too much? Or with your fitness journey, are you wanting to just commit to getting to the gym? Have you been struggling getting to the gym? So even just getting your body there and going through the motions, is that what you're focusing on? Or are you already going to the gym a lot and you're wanting to focus on your workouts and you want to be more structured with your workouts? So my first tip would be to really find the exact goal that you're looking for in every single area and simplify it. For me, this is something that I say to my mom all the time, because similar to this question, she also works a 40-hour week, but she looks at my life and she's like, I really want to wake up early like you, or I really want to have all my errands done by the end of the week or my workouts complete. And it gets so hard because some weeks I do it and some weeks I don't, and I'm just trying to find this balance. And I always just tell her to take a second and to just prioritize the main things that she thinks will make her feel better because once we start at a small spot and we start feeling those endorphins and we start feeling good about the routine that we have it makes it easier to add more on top of it if you go from zero to 100 right away it's gonna be so hard to keep up with it without having that burnout feeling or if you do try to go zero to 100 for example my mom she wants to at least try and go work walk on the treadmill every single day and that's just one of her goals she wants to get in some movement and it's too hot in arizona to walk outside so she just really wants to get to the gym i told her to focus on that goal but don't let it become a negative thing if she can't get to the gym every day realistically that's a hard goal you know you have a lot of things that could come in the way of that you have work you have feeling sick you could have a day that you need more rest you could have a dinner one night and you can't get to the gym after work so my advice to her was if you could only get there four times know that that's enough and four is so much better than zero and one is better than zero so set yourself up for success and make sure you have a goal that is realistic to you for her it is that every day at the gym she knows that she can do it but also know that it might not be a hundred percent especially not right away and that's totally fine because all we're trying to do here is make an effort and to be one step better two steps better the next week, three steps better the next week. So when you look at it in that way and you know that 
any effort that you're putting in is going to be enough, then I think that's a positive way to start. Um, my next question that I screenshotted is, do you think that cutting out alcohol would make a huge difference in someone's life and health goals? The short answer is yes. I think obviously cutting out alcohol to some people is a huge life change. And for me, it was a really big life change. So yes, I did see a huge difference in my life and my health goals. But I feel like everybody kind of assumes with alcohol with me that I did do it for like my fitness goals. And I guess in a way it could have been because when I was waking up hungover, I didn't feel productive and I felt like it wasn't giving me energy and all that obviously relates to health and fitness because I look at health and fitness as a whole body feeling and energy and stress, anxiety, everything. And for me personally, alcohol was just adding to that. It just didn't work with me. So my best advice is to not do something because someone else did it or to not do something because somebody online said that that's the way to reach your health goals. There is not a specific way. There's so many people who are so healthy and have different habits in their life that I don't have and we're still both healthy. And there's not gonna be this exact formula that you can follow, especially online. You're not gonna find it there. You might find it if you go to a dietitian and they look at your exact life and they tell you, oh, this and this and this. I can't be the one to tell you anything because I'm not the one that's one, gonna be able to make the life change for you, or two, know the right change for you in your life because I'm not you. And yeah, I think it's also just great to get in tune with yourself and not even just talking about alcohol, but if there's anything in your life that you feel like isn't agreeing with you or isn't agreeing with your life, then that is the sign that maybe you should take it out of your life or, you know, focus on adding something else and replacing it. But even just with alcohol, I think balance relates here too, because a lot of people love alcohol for the social aspect or they enjoy it because even I love wine and I've even said to my friends too like if we ever went to Italy I would love to drink wine and test it out and see if maybe my hangovers weren't as bad because a lot of the wines there are more natural or even like on my wedding day like having champagne to toast I don't know I don't have a rule on my life about alcohol I it's not that I can't drink alcohol this is something I always say it's not that I can't drink alcohol it's that I don't want to and I'm choosing not to and every single day that goes by is not another day of oh I can't do this or I can't do that it just what do I feel like today what is the best thing I can do for myself and a lot of the time it is actually hard for me not to do it for example scrolling on my phone at 3 a.m or touching my phone first thing in the morning those are things that i know aren't good for me but it's harder to do and stay away from so that's just kind of an example of how i'm not going to be perfect with everything in my life and there's going to be some things that are easier for me and i gravitate towards more like exercise adding that into my life that's easy for me going to bed early, that's not easy. And it's just kind of this game of trying to put goals, but also be easy on myself. So I hope that answers your question. <laughs> um, my next one that I screenshotted is, do you have any anxiety or stress tips? My first tip would be, do you notice anything in your life that's adding the anxiety? I think a lot of the time we're focused so much on how do we get rid of it? How do we get rid of it? Well, is there anything that we can prevent it? For example, exercise. Exercise is such a great way to prevent different 
diseases and it's great to prevent some stress or to de-stress and I think even in my life I've noticed the more I do have a higher screen time the more stressed I am or the less amount of time that I'm spending with my friends and family the more stress I have and the more time I spend overthinking the more stress I have so I think the best thing that I can personally do when I think about anxiety and stress is what is causing it and how can I fix that part or not even fix because that word fix is kind of negative to me it seems like how do I get rid of what's in my life and it just becomes this thing where I almost like feel like crap if I can't get rid of it so how do I just become aware of certain things that are not good for me and work on those? Also, I think that anytime I mention anxiety or anything mental health related, I think talking to someone and talking to a professional, going to therapy is always something I'm going to advocate for because it's something that helped me so much in my life and honestly gave me the best tools that I could have for my life to manage my stress and anxiety and Honestly, after one day of going to a therapist, my life changed. So I always have to give that tip. My next one is, are you on birth control? This is definitely more of like a personal question and it's also opinion based. I was on birth control for a long time and then I, similar to alcohol, knew that it wasn't working for me, specifically my body, my my hormones and also my lifestyle. I'm such a forgetful person. I could not remember for the life of me to take it every single night and I now just track my period and it works for me. I also think it's so important to remember that everybody's situation is different and me having a baby right now is something that I just kind of put faith in God and I'm like if it happens it happens but that's just personal to me so I know a lot of people are always so curious if I'm on birth control or not and I guess I don't really care if people know that I'm not and I don't love birth control for me because it did not make me feel good but I have no opinions or knowledge on how it will be for everybody else to get on or off I didn't experience anything bad getting off of it I just feel really good and my periods have always been super consistent and I've never lost my period I've just always had very consistent periods my whole life which has made it easy to track so that's just my personal experience next one more details about how going through change with a partner has been for you. Okay, I actually really like this question because if you followed me from the beginning, you already have seen a lot of change in my life with Hunter. You know, we've moved, we got a dog, we've made new friends. I started a career on social media, which I feel like is just wild. Like you don't even expect it and it just happens. And all of a sudden you are filming your life and you are sharing a lot online and you have a lot of opinions and you're talking to a lot of people and all these things. So even just in general, the past two years, a lot has changed. But a lot of you guys don't know that Hunter and I have been together since high school and we've been best friends since our first day of high school. So we've known each other for 10 years and have seen each other change so much as humans. Like legit, I don't recognize myself at the beginning of high school to now and that's a good thing I would say because change is inevitable and we're supposed to change just how life happens um, but I will say it's definitely a struggle when you're in a relationship with someone and then you both are changing but I also think it's a good thing that Hunter and I know that we just love each other so much that it's not based off of 
how I look or how he looks. It's not based about how much money either of us make. It's not based on what our passions are. It's just who we are as people. And I think every time we talk about getting married or our relationship, we always fall back to the fact that we've just always had the same relationship. We giggle so much together. We are good people and we both have the same views and values and we're both kind and we talk about people in the same way and we gravitate towards the same type of friends. So I think that's important in a relationship is to find the reason why you're together and if certain things change, it shouldn't matter to the point where you guys can't get over it. And I think that's great. And I also got another question asking, how did you know that Hunter was the one? And I think that's why we've been able to grow so much as people individually, but our relationship has only gotten stronger. And to me, that's just such a comforting sign that throughout life we can change and we can work on ourselves and we're not married to one certain way. We both can adapt and I have confidence in our relationship and our love. So yeah, it's really cute. Sorry to get all mushy, but honestly, it is like one of my favorite things ever about us. So yeah. Number seven, I'm struggling to feel safe on my hot girl walks. Any recs? Um, I did want to screenshot this one because I felt like it's one of those things where it's hard when you see something online like hot girl walks, something that becomes super trendy and you want to add it into your life. And then you go to add it into your life and it almost seems unrealistic to the day-to-day life that you live. So, for example, the person that wrote this in, if you feel unsafe in the area that you're going on walks and you're still wanting to do it because you see everybody else do it, maybe take a second and just think, maybe this isn't right for my lifestyle, you know? And it's okay if you have to do your hot girl walk at a gym inside and your favorite influencer does it outside or your best friend does it outside but maybe you just have a different situation and that's okay you can still get your hot girl walk in in a safe environment and safety is the number one thing and that's kind of another point too is like sometimes there's things that are going to come above the goal we set for example in this maybe you really want to go on hot girl walks but is your safety more important yes 100 percent Okay, the next question is definitely a more specific question to my actual life. And they said, I've noticed you've been living your life like vacation a lot. Thank you for noticing that. I've been talking about that all year. And I feel like it's becoming part of my brand at this point. But yes, I've been trying to live my life like vacation. And then it says, how have you been balancing your personal life with your career and also your fitness goals? It gets so hard. And this is kind of similar to the first question. I feel like I definitely do kind of time block and focus at one focus on one thing at a time. But I will say something that has always kind of come in the way for me and something I've noticed I struggle with is putting friendships first or putting other things that don't have to do with like my wellness journey or my career first because for so long I have been so determined in my different goals depending on if when I was starting a TikTok, I really wanted to post every single day on there or on YouTube. I really wanted to be posting on YouTube and I really wanted to be editing and making my videos good, planning certain things for content. And like a lot goes into the behind the scenes of that. And in return of starting my own business, I was super busy. And I feel like, to be honest, looking back, 
just being honest with you guys the past couple of years, I feel like I definitely didn't prioritize friendships. And there was a lot of times where I would say no to things or I would almost not let myself fully enjoy my life and put myself out there and go on trips or even just the day-to-day little hangouts and stuff. I wouldn't allow myself to do those things because I felt like that was the time to be grinding and I felt like I had to just grind and focus on me, which I'm not saying I regret anything. I think everything happens for a reason and there's a time and a place for everything, but I do think that I could have focused on balance a little bit more like I do now and I should have learned my lesson a little bit because I feel like when I first started my fitness journey, I did the exact same thing and I would say no to plans to go to the gym and I would say no to plans to do this and this and again, to an extent, We can't always be people pleasers and we do have to put ourselves first, but I do think it's really important to find that balance and finding balance has always been a little bit of a struggle for me. And I also just think anybody, I think if you talk to any business owner, you know, it's hard at the beginning when you're grinding on something and you're really having to put in that work, it's hard to one, rip yourself away from that. And two, you know, have enough energy in the day to even go then hang out with somebody or to put all of this energy into a friendship. And then if you add on top of it a relationship, I feel like when I did have time, I would be pouring into my relationship or my dog and whatever was in front of me at the time, which is obviously what I had to do. But I think now that I feel a lot more comfortable and a lot more confident in my routines and my structure that I have with my job, And even just reaching out for help when I need it, like having people that handle certain things for me that just take more off my plate, it's allowed me to open up in different ways and different aspects of my life, which I'm so grateful for because this is the feeling that I've been trying to get to for a while with my fitness, with my career, with my daily life, my social life. And I definitely think that I'm entering a season of life where I really want to put myself out there. I don't want to get in my own way. And I definitely have seen paths in my life that I do get in my own way, especially with friendships, because I'm just so quick to be like, no, I'm going to stay home and do this, you know? And I don't want to do that. I want to put myself out there and enjoy my life and feel like I'm on vacation and allow myself to have those moments where I am filling my cup up in a different way that isn't work related or business related so or even health related even though again health is so many things to me so hanging out with people and bettering connections and finding people that I really vibe with does help my mental health which then will help my physical health so it's just this huge loop that all works together but this brings me to my next and final question which is do you ever wish that you partied And I thought this question was kind of funny because I think if I wished that I partied, I would party. You know what I mean? And it's also like, it's not that I don't party. Like I've been to parties and I love going to house parties and stuff. That's just more me. But like, I think they're referring to the fact that I don't go out and maybe go to clubs or bars or something. I don't know. I don't really know like what would be considered quote unquote normal because I think normal is different to everybody. And I definitely do let loose in certain ways and maybe it's not always something you see on the internet or I mean it doesn't really matter like I know that in my life I do let loose in certain ways and I don't have to share that and I want to share things with you guys as it comes up so as this question comes up I'll be honest with you guys and say that I don't really like to party and I don't 
ever really do anything that I guess is too crazy. But if I wanted to, I would. And I'm not opposed to, I, I don't know. I, I felt like I didn't even know how to answer this question because it, to me, I do say yes to the things that I feel comfortable with. Like when we go home to Arizona and our friend is having a party, we'll go to it and it's fun. But in my day-to-day life, I just prefer to do other things and that's just probably because I don't drink. So sometimes I feel like in aspects, I don't like, not that I don't belong, but I don't like that sense of feeling out of place. And I just don't love to do that. I don't like to dance either. So I'm not going to go somewhere and dance. It's just not me. And I, yeah, that's just me. So I think the best thing to do in a situation where you feel like you're supposed to be doing something because you're a certain age or you feel like maybe a group of friends that you were really close with start to do things that you're not interested in. I don't think it's a bad thing to go against the grain and stay true to what you actually want because in my personal experience, the more true to yourself you are and the more you say no to the things that you don't want to do and the more you say yes to the things that you do want to do, the right people will fall into your life and you just have to kind of trust yourself and trust the process and trust that what is coming into your life is meant for you and what is going out of your life is also meant to be out of your life. I think everybody in their 20s is going to be at different stages. It's so weird. Like half of my friends are about to be married and have babies and then half of my friends from high school are traveling the world. You know, everybody's in this different stage and I think you'll naturally gravitate towards the people and the season of life that is right for you and that's just what I have been focusing on and trusting and not putting too much thought into it, not putting any strategy behind it because at the end of the day, you just got to let life be what it is and let it pass and just enjoy the moment. So that's what I've been doing, not to get too freaking deep, but yeah, that is today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I love giving as many tips as I can for my personal experiences. I don't have many life updates today to share. We have been just laying low this week and enjoying our week back after our trip. We had such a good trip in Arizona and it was so much fun just catching up with all of our friends and stuff. When we got home, Coco had two ear infections, which sucks. I felt so bad for her. And we actually went to the ER one night at three in the morning. We got home at six and I didn't take a nap or anything. Well, okay, I did take one little nap at like 6 p.m. I think for like 30 minutes. And then I stayed up until 10, 11-ish. Woke up the next day at 6, and I feel like I have not caught up on my sleep yet. Also, I pulled a muscle on my back, so (laughs) we're kind of freaking a struggle bus this weekend. I'm just going to lay low again, go to the beach, and chill. So that's my update of life. Okay, if you guys are also new here, I always like to add in a little journal prompt at the end of my episodes for you guys to do and also for me to do. And I feel like we talked a lot about the mantra that I've been living by this year of just trying to live my life more like vacation. So I thought it'd be fun if you guys thought of your own mantra that you want to live by. And maybe it is the same one of living your life like vacation this summer. But just specifically any mantras you want to live by this summer and then You can write about how you're going to do that or why you want to do that. And I think it'll be a fun little creative way to kind of set a goal, but like not a specific goal, but more of just a vibe. What do you want to do? Do you want to romanticize your life? Do you want to put in more effort to do more self-care? What are the self-care habits that you want to do? Just all of that for specifically the summertime. But 
thank you guys so much for listening i hope you guys enjoyed today's episode and i will see you guys next week